When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And this week on Work of the Week, we're talking heads. Yes, it's the bust of James Barry, without whom there probably would never have been a school of art or even a Crawford Art Gallery in Cork. So to go back to the very roots of art in Cork City, we have Michael Waldron, Assistant Curator at the Crawford Art Gallery, to tell us a little bit more about the amazing James Barry. Michael, we have the bust of James Barry by Joseph Panzetta. And you've chosen it as the work of the week because it's the 215th anniversary of the death of James Barry. James Barry was a remarkable person because there is so much to be read and to be told about the man. So not alone will we be talking about the work of art that we're looking at, which is the bust itself, but we'll be talking about the man and what an extraordinary life he had. He has Cork to thank for who he became. He really does. And I suppose it's important. Many people will probably recognise that surname. Important to claim him as our own here in Cork. Yeah. While we're marking the anniversary of his death, he was born in what is now Seminary Road in, in Blackpool. Right. If you know the painting of, of Cork in our collection by John Butts, which has this gorgeous panorama of the city, that's the city of his boyhood. And, wow. you know, it was a packed city centre and water everywhere. But there was very little art education available to him. So he was he basically trained under other artists. And then he had to, to fly the coop. And he was very lucky to have come into contact with Edmund Burke. And that started him on a grand tour of Europe. And then finally settling in London, where he really made his name. So he was a self-taught, self-made man in that regard? In some ways, yes. He would have had education by apprenticing to mm. John Butts, the painter here in Cork, ah, right. and then probably took lessons in the Dublin Society School before becoming a member of the Royal Academy in London. But he learned from observation. So in when he was in Rome, for instance, he studied the works of Michelangelo and Raphael, so he, he was looking at the greats and emulating them and, and, and finding out for himself firsthand. And this was in the days before the art school opened in, in Cork. But I, I suppose one of the reasons why we got an art school, because Cork could produce a great artist. And the kind of painting, the kind of art that he obviously practised and, 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 and honed in on over his life was 
from what I can see, I'm looking at a book actually called James Barry, the Great Historical Painter. We actually have it on our bookshelves, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, that's all I'm armed with. This and the website, CrawfordGallery.ie, Work of the Week. But the front page, when you look at it, it looks like you're looking at something that was painted around the classical time, that was painted in Roman times. Well, this is it, and, and James Barry was a great lover of the classical world. Mm. You know, he was very well read and really engaged with, you know, the classical world, which was so popular in the 18th century, you know, in his in his younger years. If we think about the style of neoclassicism, uh-huh. um, was kind of popular in the second half of the 18th century. That's, that's basically his bag. He, he loved the idea of it, the style of it, but also its social function. He, he thought that art had a social function that could elevate the individual by exposing the viewer to important themes, moral lessons. He was a great believer in that. He wrote a lot about it as well as, as painting it. Was the world good and bad, you know, and he believed in the good and tried to get rid of the bad or the evil by painting it? There's a little bit of that. I mean, he, he has a great depiction of Satan from John Milton's Paradise Lost. Okay. A huge muscular body. <laughs> and we're seeing it from below as it kind of shakes its, its fist really at, at the heavens. <laughs> so <laughs> he was accustomed to, you know, I suppose, good and evil. And himself, I suppose, he had a little bit of a chip in his shoulder, probably. You know, he was an Irish Catholic in, in London, probably not the most welcoming place for for him. Yeah. He was hugely talented, but he, he also could be difficult to get along with. <laughs> and he didn't make friends easily and certainly didn't keep friends. <laughs> you know, he could be paranoid. But, you know, that's all part of what makes him so interesting, so complex and and kind of, you know, his success despite that is all the more impressive. It's funny, I'm just looking at the opening line of one of the essays in introduction to that book and it says, James Barry remains the most ambitious, controversial and important painter that Ireland has ever produced. The interesting thing is, when I look at the bust, when you look at it straight away, my first impression was purely looking at the style of the hair and the robes around the neck, it looked like some sort of Roman general had been the subject, not a, a Cork-born artist. His shoulders are draped mm. with classical robe, let's say, like a toga. Yeah. And his hair is, is kind of chopped short, sort of like you would expect from a, a Roman senator yeah. 2,000 years ago. <laughs> Whenever I look at this, I'm reminded of what Theo Dorgan said to the poet Theo Dorgan, he remembers running around the, the gallery when he was 12 or 13, trying to escape the, the eye of the, of the porter. And he came face to face on the staircase with a painting by James Barry. Yeah. And the painting, which is still in the collection, includes a portrait of the artist himself. And he said, I stared at Barry, stared in wonder at that bold cork face of him, saw him as a neighbour's child, nothing was ever the same after. And I think looking at this bust, even though it's only been in the collection, the bust itself, for about 15 years, 
it's that same <laughs> very recognisable bold cork face. Yeah. And, and even though it seems ancient, I think we can connect with him. But this portrait bust was made in 1818, 12 years after he had died, and it was designed as a sort of a memorial to him. Incidentally, I remember when I met you first, I was talking about one particular painting which was on the corner of the staircase. And you said that's by James Barry. And you told me the story behind it, that the selling of his collection led to a a very extraordinary career. It did. So James Barry died on the 22nd of February, 1806. He was unmarried, didn't have children. So his, his heirs were his siblings. So in April 1807, just a little over a year after his death, everything that was in his house and studio was sold at auction by Christie's. And I think four or five paintings were purchased by the Penrose family of Cork. Ah. But the proceeds of that auction helped to send the Cork-born niece of James Barry, Margaret Ann Bulkley, from Merchant's Quay, helped to send her to medical school in Edinburgh. But to do that, so she went to medical school, I think about 1809, just a couple of years later. So to to be able to attend medical school, she had to assume a male guise, a male identity, and presented as male for the rest of their life, something like 50-odd years, as Dr. James Stewart Miranda Barry, who would become a high-ranking official in the British Army and would see service in South Africa and Crimea, and was not a friend of Florence Nightingale. (laughs) (laughs) That's an extraordinary story. I think, I remember a couple of years ago, a colleague of ours made a play out of that. So we've learned a couple of things this morning already. We've learned about Uncle James Barry and the niece, another Barry as well. And also, if you want to find out more, the book James Barry, The Great Historical Painter, is actually available with free delivery from your gallery shop. And all you have to do is just go online and order a copy for yourself. Isn't that right? Yes. So just go to crawfordartgallery.ie forward slash gallery shop. And a number of of our kind of important book titles, including James Barry, Hmm. has free delivery in Ireland and 50% off international delivery. So it's a good time to snap up a bargain, but also these are really lavishly illustrated books very well researched and very readable and support your local gallery absolutely in fact i'm trying to lift this book at the moment and it is quite quite heavy so not getting charged for the delivery is actually value in itself (laughs) (laughs) indeed listen michael i'm sure there is more than just one book written about barry and there's more than five or six minutes to be spoken about him but if you just go online this week you can have a good look at him himself It's in crawfordartgallery.ie forward slash work of the week and you can meet James Barry giving you a good old sconce at you. You can sconce back as well. (laughs) Thanks again, Michael. Thanks a million, Connor.